previously on Gathering of the Ages. Solely out of precaution, Prod's gonna pull out his bow and aim it straight at him. There is no need for that. Harad, put that away. I promise you, I am nothing more than a very old, very frail man. You expect me to trust such an evil person? I was not expecting you to find me before I left the city. Oh, planning a little trip, were you? Yes, I was. Ray. Where do you think you're going? Ugly. Neither I don't know how she was involved, but she is missing now, and I would like to find her. Mm. Yes, I do remember your sister. She was quite the thorn in my side, but I can assure you, my hands are clean. I have information that you might want. I can exchange this information for my freedom. Hi, everyone. I feel like it's been forever since I've actually welcomed y'all back to the show. This is Tracy here. And while we don't have any new announcements for you, I would like like to ask everyone to please review us on whatever streaming device you're listening to. We sure could use those to help us out. We're growing slowly and surely and we just we get excited to see those reviews come in and and if you like our show, we appreciate you sharing with with, with others. Remember our goal is that we want you to have fun gaming with your family no matter what game you're playing. And now, without any further ado, I'd like to introduce Episode 92, A Gold Coin for Your Thoughts. Five, four, three. Welcome back, everybody. Hey. Hello. This is episode 92. Woohoo. Getting up there. Should we get really, really excited so we get a hero card? No. Oh. <laughs> Only a one-time thing. It didn't happen. <laughs> one-time it's a one-time offer. offer. It's expired now. It was a limited sale. Mm. It's like old milk. Mm -hmm. It's gone now. It's gone. You let it spoil. Uh, all right. Well, like we're Keanu here. Keanu Reeves' career. Wow. What? what? Throwing Keanu Reeves <laughs> under the bus? <laughs> I don't know. Just I think it's he's been, he's been on the rise. I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say he's, uh, he's been on the rise. His career's really? better than it yeah. was. I saw. I'm pretty sure he has careers better it, than it was before. <laughs> yeah. I, saw, I was just watching him on some stupid movie. I'm like, whatever happened to that guy? I saw an interview with him, and he said the best line I've ever seen in any interview ever. Was it someone whoa? no. Someone asked him, "What keeps you down to earth? What what gives you that down to earth mentality you have so much?" And he says, "I don't know, gravity." <laughs> <laughs> good, good old Keanu Reeves. That's he also good. got his uh, his hand and feet prints at the Man's Chinese Theater in California. No, he did. This is Keanu yeah, Reeves did. trivia hour here at Gathering oh of the Ages podcast. He he actually signed it three different times. Yeah, they had to come out and. Smooth it out again. Mm -hmm. Sign it. <laughs> yeah. it. Wow. Why? What was wrong with this? He didn't like it. He didn't like it the first like, two oh, times. That looks so, horrible. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so they come get out. Better penmanship. They come out and, and sign it. He'd sign it three times. So. What well, is oh permanent? You yeah. want to make sure. It you want to make. Good. Yeah. That's there forever. Then write neatly. Until someone smashes it with a hammer. Are, are you uh, saying something, something about Keanu Reeves? Has that happened before? I know. Why did you bring that up? On whose? 
Who's been uh, smashed? Uh, well, Trump's star. Oh, well, oh, that's right. right. Star. star, but not as not the he, not, not the, the footprint. Cement. I'm just saying, someone could smash it. There could be an earthquake in California. Let's have it all the time down there. True. Then Lucy up all night decides she really wants them and mm. just take them home. Next girlfriend, <laughs> Wiley. Yeah. An ex girlfriend, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, smashes his signature. I'm sorry, I even brought it up. Now. She's saying it could happen. You don't know. Oh my gosh. This one, this episode is dedicated to Keanu Reeves. So, what have we learned, Mom? That you should just not try to be funny on this show ever. Ever. Hey, did you know they're making derail another Matrix us for the next movie? 20 minutes? What? I think I read that somewhere really? they're making another major. Is Keanu yeah. Reeves yeah. going to be in it? I don't know. Oh, boy. <laughs> I read that they were in talks about it. There were talks about bringing Keanu Reeves back to do no, another no, Matrix. No, there's doing a Matrix. Matrix. I don't know who's going to be in it or anything. I, I would assume a... they'd try and get him. Well, he read it on the internet, so it must it be true. It must be true. <laughs> well, he's pretty big now with his John Wick and stuff. So. Yeah. I know there's another Bill and Ted coming out. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah. I heard that, too. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> the first two are so good, they need to make a third one. They need to make a third oh one. You know what? It's 2019. Yeah. What, what haven't we had in a what long time? What else can we recycle? <laughs> oh, my Bill God. and Ted is a <laughs> What else can we rehash <laughs> this year? Reaching in the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> oh, my. Hey, remember when this show was about Pathfinder? That was yeah, fun. Yeah, that was fun. Let's that was do a that fun again. time. Should we, like, get back to that? No, I'm enjoying the Keanu Reeves old, dedication That's a right throwback. Now. That's a throwback we haven't had. <laughs> rehashing Pathfinder, yeah, is that what you're saying? Pathfinder. Reach over the bottom of the barrel of Pathfinder. I mean, it's just been so long. Uh, that's what Pathfinder 2.0 is for, Phil. Oh! All right. Let's, uh, let's get back into let's Pathfinder. Let's that trap. That, that, goes, uh, that's controversy right there, Zachary. <laughs> we, uh, we don't... We don't we, we we are, are not going there. Very, First edition, Zachary. Very controversial <laughs> issue. <laughs> just get on any uh, Pathfinder Facebook chat group and it's just vitriol over first and second edition mm. so we're not going to go there that's too political for this table yeah we're not that <laughs> uh, how mind. dare you sir we are purists who will continue to play the first edition philip i, philip, I just said <laughs> don't discuss it cut his mic right now all right uh, i love before, having a producer the before, first edition no, philip stop the game. philip philip that was philip <laughs> <laughs> from 3.5. <laughs> okay, 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 enough. Enough of this nonsense. <laughs> Let's get back into this story that we have so expertly crafted over the past few weeks. <laughs> okay. Um, so Is that last... a compliment to yourself? Expertly crafted? <laughs> <laughs> If nobody's gonna call me out on it, I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna compliment myself. Okay. Okay. You were just called out, dude. Alright, um so last week we ended with him saying that he had information uh that he was willing to trade in exchange for his freedom. Uh he told Parad that he knew about the helm that he had stolen from the city of Tamravina. And that is where we ended. So we find our party 
in the office, uh, the desk in this office, proudly displaying uh, an axe wound from uh, Parad's anger as he slammed the uh, his axe into the surface of the desk. And we see a very defeated, very tired-looking Velkarmat standing in front of the four of you. Yes, I have information to trade. But in order for any of this to really make sense, I must explain how I came about this information. When I started this endeavor, I did not realize how powerful information could be. That information was more valuable than any item in this world. The ability to control others with information about them has become a very valuable resource. My contacts in Tamravina did a little digging into your past, Parade. They discovered that you had a very dark history and that the, the day that you stole the helm was not your first time in the city. I was unable to uncover much information about your father, but you, however, are a very interesting individual. I'm surprised that a man like you stands here in front of me, claiming to be on the right side of the law. Try as you might, I do not believe you, Parad. That helm you stole, while I do not know the full extent of its power, has the capability to hold power over the orcs. Captain Rosrakin believed that that helm could be used as a weapon against them, but you have supplied it to your father, giving him power that apparently he has sought. I know not what he wishes to do with it, but only time will tell if what you have done will doom us all. You say that I can atone for my sins, but your sins might be worse than mine, Parad. I have no argument with that, but I'm still dedicating my life to atonement, and I think anyone has that choice. It is up to them whether they decide to take it or not. The choice is always there, correct, but the other matter being is there enough good that you can possibly do to outweigh all the evil that you have brought to this world? Maybe so, maybe not. But don't you think it's worth the, the effort? Don't you think there's some level of you that wants to do the right thing, even if it doesn't matter? You might see me as the villain in this situation, but to myself, and my followers. I have done many good things for them. Many of my followers were taken off the streets. If I hadn't saved them, they'd be dead. You cannot tell me that I have done no good in my life. Did you care about any of them? Of course. Min clearly doesn't believe him. Okay, do you want do you want to roll? Nope. Okay, you don't want to roll on it. She's taking it at face him. value. Okay. Mm. 
Faven's gonna roll. Did Faven sense a uh, roll a sense motive on him after he told him his sister died? I think you did. I don't remember if I did or not. I'm pretty sure you did. <clears throat> I don't remember if I believe him or not. That's the thing. I just want to know if Faven believes him. You can roll sense motive. I'll just do it again. Okay. Ten. Mm, yeah, you believe him. That he's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Um, Prod may or may not believe him, but at this point, I don't think he cares. Um, but if that is true, and I hope that it is, I apologize if if I may have given off the idea of assumption that you hadn't done anything good. I have no way of knowing. I don't think anyone else here has no way of knowing that. It's possible that the evil you've done may have outweighed the good, but it's still there. No, just the trail of broken families and broken lives we've followed here. If that's the way you think, then why are you still around me? If that means so much to you, why do you still call me a comrade? You've clearly known about this long before this conversation. I've told you many things about my past, and yet you've still given me a chance to call you, to call you a friend. Ask we... him. Ask him what happens if we take him out of here. If we take him to the jail. Ask him. What happens? What will you do? I will do what I do best. How long before you're back out? Who's to say? And when you are? What evidence do you have against me? None that you haven't swept under the rug already. Nothing that will stick. I'm clearly at your mercy. I'm tired of talking. The choice is yours. Decide what to do with me. No matter the good you've done, it doesn't make up for everything you've destroyed over your life. My sister is gone because of your actions. And it's simply too much to ask for me to forgive you. I don't think anyone here is expecting you to. I surely don't. Ask yourself this question. How do you know that those were my actions and not the actions of my followers? Well, you created this in the first place, did you not? I did. So if you had not created this, you would have no followers to commit those actions. I never believed in violence. I am not here trying to fight my way out of this situation. I believe that the death of your sister was very unfortunate. And I am sorry that you lost someone you care about. But what is done is done. We cannot change the past, Faven. All we can do now is decide what to do moving forward. And my fate, my future, is in the hands of you four. I've decided. What's that mean? 
Min stretches his hands forward and hisses something, and black tentacles <laughs> jump out of the floor and constrict him. Okay. And start to squeeze. Is he taking damage? He will. Okay. The man doesn't have very much HP. <laughs> It's, He's just it's, kind of holding it there, though. Like, like he can't quite go through with it. Okay. Just but he really, him. really wants to. I'm going to grab his arm. Min's arm. Min, I understand your betrayal for this man. But death won't solve anything. It just spreads more violence into the world. Then what do we do? How many more families does he get a chance to break up? We'll let the court or the people decide that. You heard what he said. He'll be back out in a week. Even so, that's a week that he doesn't have time to be out here causing trouble. And it also puts them in the ra him in the radar of the people's eyes. They know who to blame for these tragedies. Maybe that's enough. Maybe we just take all his money and he can't be out again. <laughs> One of the tentacles, like, slowly makes its way up Velkar's body and begins wrapping itself around his neck. And you just, the four of you just look at this, you see this happening. So Faven is not going to stop Min. He's not sure he wants to act violence himself at this moment. He's not sure his sister would want that, but he also doesn't not gonna stop him from dying, so. Are, are we really going to, are we really going to let Min do this? Prod, really? I don't think this is the answer, Min. Min, I can't stop you from doing anything, but I have faith in you. Stop this and we can try and make it right. There's got to be another answer. I don't know what it is, but there must be another punishment. And the black tentacles release, they disappear. The man grabs his neck. He feels around his neck, and there's like a red mark from the tentacle that's starting to squeeze the life out of him. <sighs> Min, are you able to bestow curse still? That's what I was thinking. I read something in the journals where you tortured a man with fire or something like that and scared him. <laughs> then there was another incident. <laughs> I read several things. Didn't you can be very creative when you want to. Didn't he just barely curse the guy like last episode? Yeah, I thought so. It was pretty close. Like he couldn't it? talk to I've used it. People. He used it for the day. Well, we can sleep for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> this house has lots of bedrooms. We need to we need to do something to punish him without damaging your soul further. Something creative, I think. I don't know. I think a curse would be probably good for this man. I think so, too. I don't know what kind of curse, though. Min, what if we did some kind of curse that rattled his memory a little bit? Fogged his mind up? Something like what's happened to me? Just give him amnesia so he can't remember? Yeah. I'm not that powerful. Yet. Let me think about it. And Min just leaves. Min has left the building. So you guys drop the mic. 
Rod, I think we should at least find this man for now until we decide what to do with him in the morning. It's nighttime, right? We went there at night. Yeah. It was mm. dusky, wasn't it? But it was I like would think evening. With all yeah. this talking and everything going on, would it be evening? No? Like Yeah, early hours of, of the of the night. Like dinner time? Yeah, around dinner time. Okay. <clears throat> Broad, I say we bind him. We can talk about it and figure it out. I'm not against giving him to it the authorities. But I also would like to see him or something of some sort for punishment for what he's done. I can't stop you from doing any of these things. But I will not assist you. You can have my rope and do it yourself, but I will not assist. Alright, I'll time up. <laughs> Faven, uh, I guess ties him up. I don't okay. know what you want me to say. <laughs> Throws him onto the table, roughly. <laughs> Straps him down. <laughs> so you just, you walk over to him, and you begin tying his hands. Um, what are we doing? Are we waiting? <clears throat> I think so. I mean, so... What exactly can you do with your, the curse spell? I can. <clears throat> I know, I say we sleep in this house tonight. I think so too. Uh, take a question, Spencer. Yes. Would the town settings? have clerics available for spells like Zone of Truth? Um, they don't believe in using them in a court setting, though, because. Using magic to coerce a confession to them is is wrong in their opinion. Uh, magic is magic's iffy in the court in their judicial system. Um, they believe in finding, you know, the appropriate amount of evidence to convict a person, and if you can't, then that's on the the people doing the prosecution. It works it works very similar to our judgment system. Okay. Did we find any evidence that would actually convict him at all? All we found was the dagger just... from Ash Tarth, but that's like a long dead case that had nothing to do with Valkar, I doubt. Yeah, I think I we can. just have a lot of hearsay that goes back to him. I'm not sure we can actually even turn him in for anything. Mm -mm. I can subtract six from any ability score, give him a permanent minus four penalty on attack rolls, saves, ability checks, and skill checks, or make it give him a 50-50 chance of acting normally each round or taking no action. I may also invent my own curse, but it should be no more powerful than those described above. And all of those ones before were like, Lowering his ability scores. Yeah, more or less. That's like a <clears throat> lot to lower an ability score on, though. So you can do any curse that's a similar power to that, though? Essentially mm -hmm. is what it's like. What do you have in mind? So 
Faven has bound Velkar and do you gag him? Uh, yes, for now. Okay. I gag him. I don't want any unwanted screaming. <laughs> or spells. We don't know anything about him. Yeah, that's true. So you He's put some the... sort of arcane user. Silent <laughs> 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 spells coming at you. What are you, a magician or something? <laughs> so he's bound and gagged. You leave him in his in his office. Um, where do the rest of you go? Do you just kind of because there, there were there were rooms on, rooms on the same both floor. sides of the hallway. Yeah. So you can either like pick one of those to. I want to go look for Min actually. Okay, where is Min? Uh, Min is in the nearest library. Or does he have like a study? Yeah. Well, his office is kind of his study, but there might be like a, a yeah. sitting room with some books in I'm it. Is that what you're for, looking for? Yeah, I'm looking for one of those. Okay. And I'm just sitting with TikTok, going through books. Okay. Okay. So I come to the library and find you, Min. I I need to ask you something. Ask away. Why are you still friends with Broad? We just found out something horrible about him. Why are you still here? Why are you working with him? Because Parad's a good man. He cares about people. But Velkarmont is not worthy of a second chance, as you've supposedly given Parad? Look at this house. What do you see? Lovely items. Wealth. Everything one could imagine for comfort. All of that came from a hard-working dad trying to support his family. Or from a covered-up murder of a child or wife that no one's ever going to see again. Someone's out there wondering what happened to these people while he continues to profit off of it. And that is the difference, then, that Parade is not profiting off of what he's done in his past. I just know Parade tries to do the right thing for people he cares about and that Velkar only cares about himself and he's okay with letting other people go down under his feet to stay where he is thank you I believe that answers my question but I have one more and I don't want you to answer it tonight I just want you to think about it why was Artrilla here and then I just leave the room. Uh, what are Faven and Parad doing? Um, <laughs> you both did the <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I imagine. Well, there's probably some like a bedroom or something nearby. There's several bedrooms the hallway, in this yeah. in this house. So Faven would have gone into one, sat on the bed, and just kind of well maybe laid on the bed and kind of stared at the ceiling. And he's thinking about his sister, what he remembers of her. And if she truly is gone, which he sort of believes now because of what he said. Uh, and he's just laying there, I guess, before trying to get some sleep. And Parad? I think Parad's doing much of the same, just in, in his own bedroom, just contemplating thinking about all of the events that you mentioned. Okay. That, and I, I probably wants to know how he knew about that. 
about he what? says about his past. He says he has spies in Tamravina, but this was a long time ago. So, and a lot of the people probably don't even remember him. There might be some officials who remember his the the raid he was part of, but as for the common people, I don't think a lot of them would remember any of it or even care just because raids are so common. Which begs the question, how far up do his contacts, his assets go? If he knows so much about you, where does his power lie? That is a good question. But a question for another time. As you, as Parad sits in the bedroom after having this conversation with this this man, memories of his past are brought to the surface once again. And we see Parad sitting in a tavern. And across the table from him sits an elderly man who everybody knows and loves. It's the professor, Petros Lorimor. The professor lets out a deep sigh, and it looks like Parad has just finished telling him something that slightly troubles the old man. And Professor Petros Lorimore says to Parad, Yes, Parad, I can, I can tell that after your story that you're a very troubled individual. You, uh, you believe that you are not a good person in this world, but I could tell you that I, I could see the good within you. That is who I am as a person, though. I, I try to see the, the good in people. If I'm, if people are constantly looking for the, the bad, they lose trust. They, they begin to hate people. And I, I do not want to live like that. So I have chosen to look for the good in you. After talking to you, it is very clear that you carry the weight of your father's sins. But I believe that the sins of the father do not fall onto the, onto the son. I understand that you have your own baggage to deal with. But I believe that you are on the right path. And if it is forgiveness that you seek, then continue living the way that you are, Parad. I cannot grant you this forgiveness because you have You've only ever done good to me. But if those people that you say you have hurt will not forgive you, then perhaps find a way to forgive yourself. It will be hard, Parad. There is much guilt within you, especially considering what you have put your sister through. But I look at it this way. What you have done may take away a few years from her, but in the end, you're trying to build a better world that she can live in. 
You're trying to save her, and that is an admirable quest. And then the scene fades, and we see Prod sitting in the room once again. Night comes and goes. The sun rises on Lepidstat, and the four of you are left with a very heavy decision. What do you do with this man? You've discussed bestowing a curse upon him, and now that Min's spells are back and ready to go, I envision the four of you standing in the hallway, Parad leaning up against a wall, listening as Min tells the group what he has come up with. Uh, We, you guys, all nod in agreement, and Min enters the room. And Faven uh, removes the gag from Velkar. He smacks his lips for a second. His mouth is very dry. And he asks, Is it judgment time? We're taking you to the judge when we're done here. You're going to tell her everything. Her and anyone else is going to investigate this. The truth about your entire operation is going to be known. It's over. Roll me an intimidate real quick. 21. 2. 22. 22, okay. Um... Alright, continue. But for you... Your problems are just beginning. Every time you look upon your riches, the fine things that you've accumulated with the blood of other people, you're going to be sick with guilt for the rest of your days. Min hisses a curse. And, like, just this dark energy floats around Velkarmot for a moment. Like a thousand tiny little dark hands just running over him. And then Min reaches into his skirt and pulls out a gold coin and holds it up to him. Touch it. I do not want you. Touch it. Get it away from me. You can't, can you? <laughs> and the scene fades to black we'll fast forward to the four of you sitting in the judge's house after dealing with Belcar um she I cannot believe that This was under our nose the entire time. I will do my best to see that justice is met. I am but one person, however, so I cannot guarantee that justice will be met, but you definitely have an individual in your corner. As much as I would like for the four of you to stay and see this through, I believe that there are more pressing matters at hand. You remember what I said to do if he gives you any trouble, right? Just throw a handful of gold at him, yes. Precisely. 
<laughs> she, uh, she says, you, the three of you who I have come to know over these past few days, over these past few weeks, you've proven yourself to be very capable individuals. And I am sorry that I did not get the opportunity to really know you, Faven, but I can assure you the predecessor in this group was also a very capable individual. You have some shoes to fill, is what I'm saying. With a highly distinguished mm. accent. Yes. <laughs> you got some abs to get, boy. <clears throat> I have finally acquired the funds that I promised for your adventure. And she reaches into her into her robes and she pulls out a big bag of gold. 6,500 gold pieces. It's all in gold for pieces. For each of us? No, no, to split okay. amongst you, and she she hands it to she hands it to Parad. <laughs> Parad pockets it. Parad takes the whole thing and <laughs> runs. <laughs> Mine, <laughs> committing more sins, are we? <laughs> so she says, "I do hope that this will aid you in your in your chase after the Whispering Way, as I spoke about before." The order that I am a part of believes in protecting the people of this this kingdom from forces, from evil forces, both within and without. The Whispering Way has always been a an enemy of my order, and the fact that they are continuing their philosophies does not surprise me. But it always worries me when they come to the foreground, and that is why I'm asking you to follow them. I hope that you are able to to stop their nefarious plans before more people are hurt. They're called the Whispering Way, right? Oh yes, that is correct. How long have you has your order been fighting them? And that is a, a tough question to answer. We, we've been protecting Ustalov for centuries. So you probably know more about them than anybody else in town. Maybe even in Ustalov. I personally know just enough do you know if they call themselves the Whispering Way because they belong to him? They do not belong to him. The Whispering Tyrant, I'm assuming that is who, who you're referring to. And just nods. He was, in fact, just a another member. The Whispering Way was around long before the Whispering Tyrant came to power. While he is the most public and most well-known member of the Order, they do not belong to him. Interesting. Is that true? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I thought he founded it. No. I thought they he were just did not... cultists that worshipped him or something. No. So they, the one the, uh, the Whispering uh, let me, Way set up an order to follow him. Let me say this. No, they did not. Oh. 
she and she, I think this would be this this might be common I don't know but she says she would know this. she would know she says she's Palatine well he did not found them many people do revere him and in their own evil way respect what he has done he did the most for this cult liches in this cult are generally seen as the pinnacle the pinnacle of of their society their goals are are that of transcendence and immortality through whatever means what their current plans are i have no idea all i know is that they must be stopped if they are acting again they do indeed must be stopped. As I said before, you have all proven to be very capable, very able individuals. And my order could definitely use people like you. Your order? <clears throat> the Palatine Eye. That is correct. You're hiring. <laughs> <laughs> Not hiring per se, more of an initiation. <laughs> This is an initiation? You want us to join your group? Only if you want to. The process there... is very lengthy. Are there benefits in dental? <laughs> <laughs> she said, I cannot discuss much. Again, when, when anybody mentions dental, Parade just strokes his text and I need dental. <laughs> dental so bad. <laughs> I cannot discuss much. If I give too much information, I run the risk of being forced out of the order and I've been a member for quite some time now I would hate to lose my status mm, but I can I can tell you that the process is very length, lengthy and the order is not for everyone so this is an invitation but it's up to each one of us to accept it yes is it possible for us to think on it well of course like I said it's very long very lengthy initiation process. But following and finding out about these fellas would help us. I believe so. And you'd have my good word put in for you. Um. Put me as a recommendation on your <laughs> your resume, on your application. Down as a reference. <laughs> I will be a reference. <laughs> I think through this conversation, Farad's still thinking about the events that we've we've uncovered and, and gone through these last few days mm -hmm. and I don't think I think without very much thought he's going to say judge I accept your offer and Ray kind of raises her eyes in surprise that he accepted so quickly but as I say this I would like a little clarification if that's alright of course you say you're defenders of Ustalov. You protect the people from orders such as the Whispering Way who seek to harm them. Yes. We are the protectors of this kingdom. And I have someone I would like to mention. And who might that be? My father is a very dangerous individual with very much power. 
that he holds in the palm of his hand. And I believe he could be a threat to Ustalov. Maybe not just Ustalov, to the rest of the world. To Galarian itself. Does your father live in the holds of those? As an orc? Yes, but his grasp, I fear, may spread to many other holds outside of Belkson. If I were to join the Order of the Palatine Eye, I would... I would like him and his... his followers brought to attention. Well, the orcs are always a concern of ours. They are just over the mountains. I think what I'm trying to tell you is that my father is no ordinary orc. People think of us as very unintelligent, which may be true in some, in many cases, but his intellect is vastly superior to anyone I've ever met. It scares me to think what he could be capable of. If what you say is true, then we have cause for concern. And that is enough for now, just as long as he is in your radar. You've accepted my invitation. There are some things I need to discuss with you in private. If you wish to continue on this this journey into the Order. I do. Then I ask the rest of you to leave. Why? I'm in. Well, you, you would like to join as well? Oh, yeah. All right. You know things. I like to know things. <laughs> Let's know things together. Okay. Those of you not wishing to accept my invitation must leave. Those of you choosing. Or just not wishing to accept it right at the moment. Then I ask that you leave. Okay, I leave. And Faven leaves? We leave together. Hand yeah. in hand, skipping off to the town. <laughs> okay, so the you two are standing outside and... Kicking rocks. Just kicking rocks and... A familiar face... Strides up to you. Cyrus, is Invitations that you? in hand. Oh, it's Lenny. It's Lenny. 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 Lenny's Wait, here. I don't know Lenny. That's true, this you don't guy? know Lenny. This looks like an awkward fellow. Why, hello, Lenny. He's a friend of ours. Well, kind of, I guess. More of a coward, really, but oh I, I don't know. He did fight brilliantly. Well, not really. Um, I, I saved well, anyway, life. What are you talking about? It's, it's Lenny. Lenny, this is Faven. Hello, Lenny. What brings you here? You uh, hang out with a lot of people with weird accents. Hmm. Where'd, uh... <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I know where Sai's went. <laughs> yeah, you're... Yeah, hello. <laughs> How dare you ask me that? You're the one that got him killed. <laughs> I am here with the invitations to the lodge from the Count. And that's it. One invitation. Ah, ah, ah. Oh my <laughs> Two invitations. No, 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 ah, no. ah, ah. <laughs> there should be lightning right there. That's <laughs> Sesame Street. <laughs> did you guys get the money? Yes, we did. We did, right? Yeah, you got the, you got the money from the account. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yes, we did. Why do you ask? Well, I haven't got paid yet. Well, I'm not holding it. Parade seems to be our treasury keeper, though I wonder why. 
This is our new friend, Faven. Faven, this is Lenny. Yes, Faven Alda. It's good to meet you, man. Man. I'm, I mean, I'm fat, but you can tell I'm a man. <laughs> I don't spend much time around humans, honestly. Yeah, you're the first elf I've seen, and you're kind of weird looking. Thanks. Wow, this is a nice, honest group here. How good are the invitations for Lenny? How soon do we need to be at the lodge? Uh, just, just leave time. as soon as you can. We need to be off soon, I believe. Well, I would like to get a little more prepared with some supplies and things. Hmm. Can you hear really good, Faven? Your ears are so pointy. <laughs> I can hear everything. Lenny, I didn't realize you were so inquisitive. <laughs> <laughs> we pan to a fly flying all the way across town, and he hears it in slow motion. Um, so you got you two are discussing things with Lenny, and the door to the uh, Judge Jarman's house opens. Min comes out first. Parad comes out second, followed by the judge. Lenny, mm. hug. So oh Min Min gosh. runs. You see the judge shake Parad's hand. They nod at each other, Did you guys and she closes Kool-Aid? the door. <laughs> no, but I know how to make that. <laughs> I am a chef. So you have your invitations. Uh, Lenny bids you adieu. Bye, Lenny. Take, take care on the way back. Bye. I don't know French, so mm. bye. <laughs> <laughs> So Lenny heads back to the castle and leaving the four of you uh, standing in the, you know, in the middle of town, in the (laughs) middle of the street and holding your invitations to the lodge. Do they tell us where the path is? Um, I don't think I I clarified very well, but yes, you know where it is. We know how to get there. Yes, you know how to get there. And you actually have to go back, like, out to the castle and around the castle. Oh, it's by the Count's. It's by the Count's Count's castle, so you have to go that way. And and he said it's clearly marked by these bone fetishes that are hanging in the tree. It's like like a very old hunting trail. Um, And, you know, he said just stay on the trail and eventually you'll reach the lodge. Not to bear off. The yeah. Trail. Don't 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 go off the path. So the four of you are left standing in the town with your invitations, and you are ready to begin the next portion of your adventure as we conclude book two. Yay! Hey. Woo! Yeah. So excited. Epilogue. So the camera pans out from the four of you standing in the middle of the street, and then flies. Over the building. Far, far to the south in another kingdom entirely. Hmm. And as it's going, like, like you know, time is, is passing. You're doing, like, this... You know, it's lo- it looks a little different as the camera's flying across the, you know, the country. This inner sea region. And it zooms in on a keep. The camera flies through the window of a bedroom. It is nighttime right now, and we see a young man lying on a bed. Suddenly, 
the room is just filled with this bright light. And the man springs up out of his bed in his night clothing and standing in front of him is a golden skinned angel. Its wings resplendent in front of this young man. And the angel speaks to him and says, Zizo, I have been sent by Our Lady Iomade. She asks you to undertake a quest. Evil is coming to Galarian, and you and your family are needed in the fight. This young man looks at this angel for a moment and without hesitation says, what do you need me to do? We'll see you next week. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. That was really good. Phew, wasn't that exciting? Finishing up. Heading off into a new adventure. Invitations in hand. I sure hope I can remember why in the heck I'm doing this. But we'll see what happens. Thanks again for joining us and stay tuned for the next adventure of Gathering of the Ages.